Last week, uh, I started talking about the parable in the middle of Matthew chapter 25, which is the parable sometimes called the parable of the three servants or the parable of the talents. And either way, it's a story about being given something to look after and how well people look after that and the, the, the consequences of them doing that well and exhibiting faithfulness or, or not exhibiting faithfulness and the, the negative, the, the bad and uh, uh, distressing consequences that that, that can be. Um, I'm going to recap on the points that I made and then I'm going to go on and try and, and give some practical applications, I suppose, for the, the time that we're in at the moment. Um, the first thing was that they were all trusted servants. They were given a huge amount of money by the master uh, it may be as much as millions. We we just can't tell. So they were trusted to do something with this responsibility that they were given. The second thing is that they were given according to their capacity to handle the gift that they were given. So they had different backgrounds, different levels of experience, different gifts and so on. And that's just the same as us. We Sometimes we compare ourselves with others, which is never a good thing to do. And we look at other people and we seem to feel they have so much more than than we do without necessarily recognizing our own capacity to handle what it is that that God has given us. If we go back to the first point, whatever it is that God has given us, it's precious. The third thing is that they had to use their initiative and their skill. They weren't given directions about how to make more money. The master just said, go, trade. And and that's what they did. And they had been uh, trained well. And uh, the trust that the master put in at least two of them was well rewarded. But there was initiative use. Sometimes we, we expect a, a plan, A, B, C, D, E, F. And, and it, it isn't always like that. Uh, sometimes God gives us clear directions. But other times he just says, I, I trust you. Go and, Go and do what seems the best thing to you. Um, one of the other points I made was that uh, it was really a huge sum and yet the master at the end said seeing as you've been faithful with just a little I'm going to give you a lot more responsibility and if you think well if the if the value of the money was by today's standards millions um, I wonder what a lot more responsibility would be and uh, you can discuss whether that's um in practical terms, whether that's in this life or, or whether it's in eternity in, in some way. Um, and again, it's it's not clear and different people take different things from it. I think that the point is what we see as a lot, God sees as a little and he wants us to be able to, to handle a lot. The last thing is that it's faithfulness which is rewarded. It's not the amount of the increase. It's the faithfulness that the servants in the story, or by extension us, the way that we handle things. It's not how successful we are. It's not necessarily what can be measured. It's what goes on in the heart. It's what goes on in our intentions of being faithful servants who want to do a good job. So those are the things that I was trying to, to point out last week. I've got three things this week which I think are important principles that we can apply to any situation. And the people who follow on for me are going to take specific things. They're going to look at those specifically. And uh, they've all been asked to do that because 
uh, they'll do it very well. So I'm not going to try to do that, but I am going to try and talk about the principles that we can apply, especially in our current situation. And the first is this. We sometimes have to push through a lot of opposition to be able to see God's faithfulness to us. A really good example of this is the woman who pushed through the crowds to Jesus to touch the the bottom of his his garment. There was a, a hem around the bottom of his garment which had uh, representations of, of uh, things in the temple and so on. It was his his prayer shawl, and it was that that she wanted to touch because she believed that in touching that she was connecting with God. She was connecting with Him through this man. But it says she pushed through in some of the versions that I've read. And at the same time, Jairus, who is involved in the same story, and it was his daughter who uh, was very sick and eventually died and Jesus brought her back to life. He pushed through the crowd. And sometimes we have to do that. There are things that surround us which want to prevent us from getting to Jesus and prevent us from, from finding the faithfulness of the Father and the help of the Spirit. And uh, we have to use some exertion to get past these things, not because our effort is important, but because our desire is important. And when we truly desire to serve well, when we truly desire to love well, we will push aside the things that try to prevent us. And that's a measure of the faithfulness. We're surrounded by difficulty at the moment. We, we can't meet together. We, we can't uh, behave and act in the way that we would normally like to or would normally choose to. Uh, we, we can't spend time with our friends in the way that we would normally like to. We can't go and visit people, all those kind of things because of this whole pandemic situation. I'm not saying that um, behaviour which opposes good sense and and government guidelines and local guidelines is is to be ignored. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is pushing past the opposition that we feel and somehow finding a way to get to where we want to get to. Um, let's take worship, for instance. Uh, we can't get together to worship, and most of us find it difficult to, to worship on our own. Somehow we have to push through that. We have to find ways to worship, whatever expression of worship that is. Let's not allow the circumstances to dictate how we are living. Let's dictate to the circumstances how we are going to live. The second point is this. I think there's something very, very important in honouring other people's faithfulness. Uh, give you an example. There are a lot of people at the moment doing a whole range of different things for us, serving in different ways, trying to help in different ways. And through August, we had this make someone's day. Uh, was it make someone's day? Brighten someone's day. Sorry, wrong hashtag. Hashtag brighten someone's day. Um, because we we wanted to uh, to be kind to each other. We wanted to do things that would bless each other. At the same time, we wanted to encourage thankfulness. We wanted to encourage each of us to say thank you to people, to say, I noticed what you were doing there. When we respect and notice and uh, take note of and honour 
what other people do because of their faithfulness and because of their love, that does something for the person that that is involved that that just lets them know that hey someone noticed somebody appreciated it I, i'm i'm grateful that they did but it also does something in us it helps us to recognize that other people are are valued that they have um gifts and capacities that we are recognizing uh, bring pleasure to god and bring pleasure to other people so one of the ways that we can help ourselves as a community and ourselves as individuals to look after things well is to honour and respect the efforts of other people to do exactly the same thing. And the third thing is this. Jesus encouraged us to seek first God's kingdom and then everything else would would be added and sometimes we get a bit fixated on what it is that that God has given us to do. We we just see nothing else but the task that that we are focused on. Sometimes that can spill over into building our own kingdom, into uh, making it look as though we're doing such a great job, and and me, look at me, I'm Graham Coyle, I'm doing a fantastic job of serving here and doing this and doing that. Uh, that's not seeking God's kingdom. That's just seeking my own uh, hubris. When I seek God's kingdom, I prepare to put aside even the things that I think God has given me that are important to attend to something else. This happens quite a lot in prayer. Sometimes I can I can come and I've got this whole list of things that I want to pray about. But something else is on my mind and it's somebody else's need that that the Lord is asking me to pay attention to. And when I pay attention to their need, when I pray for them, when I push through on their behalf, all these other things get added. And the reason they get added is because I have made a determination to seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness so that I can allow him to add all these these other things. You see, the rewards come to us not because we are great at what we do, but simply because we're faithful and we we take care to look after things well. Through the rest of this series, we're going to look at a whole range of, of subjects. We're going to look at our relationship with God. We're going to look at our health. We're going to look at time. We're going to look at spiritual gifts. We're going to look at finance, a whole range of things, some of them very, very practical, others um, a little bit less so. Perhaps influence is one of the ones that's uh, how do we how do we look after that well the influence that god's given us so uh, this is the whole range of stuff we're looking at in the coming months but these three principles i think will help us let's push through to jesus i realized you can't see me indicating three there's one push through to jesus Uh, let's honor other people's work and value their efforts and number three let's seek first his kingdom